Well, in today's show, we've got news about Kingdom Hearts, a preview at Disney Springs, Disneyland cracking down on those pesky little Disneyland pass holders, and trivia, and so much more in today's Disney Parks, a podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. How was your two weeks? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. Did some fun things. Yeah. Little Christmas party, little jingle bell, jingle bam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go see Wreck It Ralph. I just didn't have time. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Time got either. away from me. I, I heard it's very good. I've heard it's great. Yeah. A little baby group makes an appearance for one Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. He's, uh, he's in it. Uh, all the princesses. I, all the princesses are in it. I've seen that scene a few times. Uh, Jess got off a eight day cruise to the Bahamas on a non Disney cruise. <laughs> and guess what we did the last two days? Watch Wreck-It Ralph? Watch Disney movies. Really? <laughs> yeah, they had a, a plethora of them. Wow. Like um, every other sh- show, every other movie was the um, hmm. Coco. So really? seen Coco. Hmm. Um, I almost said the... the um, I mean, Coco is good. It's not my great, my yeah, favorite yeah. Pixar movie. They had uh, Lilo and Stitch on one day, so, you know, I was happy. Yeah. Uh, what else did they have? They had and this was on the cruise ship? Yeah, it's on the cruise ship. Hmm. So what it is is they show... Uh, they on show, the, your TV or yeah, in a theater? On the on TV. Oh, wow. Uh, and what they do is, is they show network shows, but it's not from the network. It's, like, recorded. Yeah. It's not live. It's not live TV. Although we did have CNN, which was freaking awful. Uh, but it was funny because... Like, they showed the equalizer, mm-hmm. oh. but they didn't edit the equalizer. Oh. I wasn't ready for that. My mm. wife certainly wasn't ready for that because <laughs> they like, dropped, dropped a few F-bombs. Equalizer, the movie with the movie Denzel? With Denzel, yeah. Wow. And then at midnight one night, we missed it because uh, we had bumped into a bunch of friends at the Alchemy Bar, mm. and we just talked our way through it. They showed the equalizer, too, on the big screen outside that anybody on the planet could watch. Wow. I'm like, I hope you edited that. Yeah, I'm sure there was some F bombs, rated R, and some yeah, some murder, death, kill. Hmm. So yeah, we had yeah. There's time. a lot of people, a lot of that people getting killed movie in that movie, movie for some yeah. reason. He equalizes things. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so yeah, so we didn't do a ton of Disney stuff. We wore Disney shirts. Everybody seemed to love it. Mm. Um, we didn't run into any Disney ships, which is weird. Hmm. And our last day when we came into port, we were literally right across from the because yeah, I heard port. like the uh, the other cruise lines usually get around the Disney ship when they do the fireworks because then they all get a free fireworks show. Yeah, yeah, no, we missed all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah, we, we, uh, I guess we weren't cruising the same pathways. Uh, but anyway, had a good week. Good to be back. Good to be back in the two same weeks. shipping lane. Yeah, good to be back. And then cause it'll be good to be off for a couple weeks for the holidays. Good to be back. Good to be gone. Yep. And first year hit the ground running. Well, lots yeah. and lots of stuff. How was the um, meetup? It was good. Yeah. Uh, small crowdish. Yeah. Holidays, you know. I expect. Yeah, that. holiday stuff. Uh, it was uh, Linda and Frank, uh, Gary and Ellen, uh, Kathy and Jackie, mm-hmm. and then we had some newbies, uh, Jen and Nate, uh, nice. stop by. So it was good to meet them. They're from your neck of the woods, Ohio. Okay. Canton-ish oh, yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, my mom and all her family lives up in Worcester, which is near Canton. So there, there you go. Awesome. Then you would have had something to chat about. I would have. <laughs> and the Browns won this weekend, so life is yeah. even better. Yeah, so they come down uh, quite often, so uh, hopefully cool. we'll see them again. I would like to, to meet up with them and, and hang out. So, All right, so anything else you want to talk about before we get into Because I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this one story a lot. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and say it with me now in the chat room. Get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, two quick things. One, today's show is brought to you by the Orlando Like a Local podcast. Ooh. You can see them at orlandolikealocal.com. You can find out all the news and happenings and great places to visit, to eat, to stay, to experience Orlando like a local.com. Uh, and then the second thing is um, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I just lost it. Shop t shirts? Uh, yeah, visit disneyparkspodcast.com slash shop. And we've got some new T-shirt designs. We've got some really cool things happening there. We've got the newest uh, shirt designs that all started by the mouse. We got a little Ooh. Mickey Mouse happening there. Uh, and then definitely sign up for our newsletter, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash newsletter. Uh, so, yeah. Sounds other good. Than, other than that, my friends. Uh, all right. So, uh, guests can soon preview mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3. At Disney Springs. People were really excited about this. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I'm, I was not a Kingdom Hearts person. Yeah. Although I, Neither was I. Yeah. So just this week, Kingdom Hearts team announced a first-of-its-kind pop-up experience that will feature a playable demo of the upcoming release, Kingdom Hearts 3, or as I like to say, Kingdom Hearts the Third. Mm. Uh, a special Keyblade exhibit and artwork for the game. The best part? It will all be located at Disney Springs. Great. It's not congested enough. In the heart of Town Center, available to guests from December 14th through January 31st. Wow. It's a long time. Kingdom Hearts Universe connects Disney characters, stories, and worlds into one incredible imaginative experience. In this third installment, set to release in stores on January 29th of 2019, characters from beloved films like Disney Pixar's Toy Story and Monsters, Inc., and Walt Disney Studios' Pirates of the Caribbean... Uh, Big Hero 6, Tangled, and some other movie, uh, Frozen, uh, are and more are brought together in a fantastic adventure that spans the magical world of Disney, Pixar, and Square Onyx. I think it's Onyx. It says Enix, so but I'm pretty sure it's Onyx. Uh, or Square Enix, or Onyx. Uh, here, you're invited to relive the nostalgia and go on new adventures with Sora, the unknowing heir to a spectacular power, and his friends as you battle together to fight off the heartless invasion using Keyblade transformations, joint attacks with Disney and Pixar characters, Disney character summons, classic minigames, and so much more. With a premise that illustrates the power of friendship and the theme of light versus darkness, it's the perfect experience to enjoy your own friends or family. If you fall in love with Kingdom Hearts 3, you'll have the opportunity to pre-order ahead of its release. Check out the full details on the game and play a 50-minute preview with your friends. Visit the interactive experience at Disney Springs, located next to the Lime Parking Garage in the town center, starting next Friday. Right near the pig. Right near the pig. So go get, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. 
Uh, it's been over 12 years since Kingdom Hearts 2 debuted. Wow. Uh, so there's no doubt going to be plenty of eager fans who are, th- well, hopefully, uh, who are thrilled for the newest edition. If you're one of them and you can't wait for a special preview, there's a trailer uh, that will let you know some of the aspects uh, that you're most excited about. You can probably check that out on YouTube. Hey, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What was that game that came out that you had to buy the little characters? Oh, yeah. Remember that play? Not yeah. PlayStation, but yeah. the, the Disney. Yeah, uh, you had to put the things. Yeah. yeah. And the tokens. Wasn't that supposed to be like the Kingdom Hearts killer? And that's supposed to be yeah. like the thing that. Gone. Yeah, it died. And then our Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming back. Yeah. So It died a terrible death. Yeah, that was, wasn't here. It was not very long. What's Hero Clicks? Something, yeah. Probably somebody in the chat rooms, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing I forgot to mention. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights, come follow us. Just hang out with us. We do the show live on Monday yeah. nights. Uh, Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. That was a thing I was going right. to invite people to. So, yeah, if I could remember what that was, that would be great. But, yeah, yeah go ahead. All right. This next story, I think, broke the Internet. I thought Ralph did, but this did. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were on the cruise ship, and we both got Internet. Oh. And we were like, scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh-oh. And I, like, heard her say, what the? And I was like, scroll, 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 what the? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I took some names out of this because I didn't, uh, even though this was published in a newspaper, I still didn't feel that it was necessary to mention these people's names again. And wow. Drag them they the named mud. names? They named names. <sighs> I guess they interviewed them and spoke to them to get their you know, side of the story. So this was kind of a yeah thing. But Disneyland is cracking down on personal shoppers and merchandise resellers. So according to the Orange County Register, the Disneyland Resort has begun canceling the annual passes of people that Disney has identified as buying merchandise in the parks with the intent to resell it. Ooh. Let the fight begin. Ding, ding, Disney. The register spoke with annual pass holder, so-and-so, uh, who stated, uh, yeah, who, who started a small personal shopping business four years ago. She has received a letter recently that says that her annual pass has been revoked for one year. At least it's not for life. Yeah. Uh, the annual pass person received a phone call a few days later during which she was told that her pass was revoked because she was purchasing items and selling them and making a profit against Disney. <laughs> she said it came out of nowhere. I had no warning. They took away my pass right before the holidays. I had several people tell me uh, that other people had been hit too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if your business model is this, you need to figure out a better business model. Yeah. Uh, according to... Uh, this pass holder, uh, she is still required to make the remaining monthly payments for her annual pass. Hell to the no. I'd cancel that card so quick. I would, I would totally change oh, it. Thank you, Disney. Click, 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 click. Thank you. Uh, no, thank you, cancel. Disney. My card's been stolen, and Disney's using it. Uh, another person. <laughs> my card's been stolen by a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> another person and his wife arrived at the parks recently only to discover that their annual pass would not work. Wow. After a call to Disney, they found out that their passes had been canceled after Disney connected them to a social media page offering Disney merchandise. <gasps> uh, this person says that he earns an average of two to $300 per month 
reselling Disney merchandise. That's it? Yeah, he's not doing a good job at it. But ads, at times, it was more uh, labor-intensive than it was worth it. Uh, it was quite a bit of work uh, to get to the park, get everything boxed up, and ship it. It was just a way for me to keep myself busy at night. Bull hockey. Yeah. I think that $200 He's, is what kept you busy yeah, at night. He, no, he made more than 200 yeah. bucks. Uh, some personal shoppers use their annual pass to get discount on the merchandise and then even mark it up above the retail. Disney Doonies, anyone? Uh-huh. According to the annual pass holder agreement, benefits and discounts are for personal use only and may not be used for any commercial purpose, including, without limitation, to obtain or purchase items or services with the intent to resell such items or services. So if you buy it and you keep it for a couple months and you go, I really don't like this anymore, that I didn't buy it with the intent to sell it, I bought it, kept it, but now I don't like it. Right. I think that's different. Okay. You know, I mean, there's stuff that we both bought. And we're like, eh, sure. after a year or two or five, like, let's yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, Disneyland uh, declined to comment on any specific situation, but told the register in a written statement that the park rules and annual pass uh, terms and conditions are in place to help protect the experience of all of our guests. Now, what say Mr. Donahue on this? I'm torn. And you're going to laugh. Yeah, I am I'm, I'm torn by this. Mm -hmm. Do I think that annual pass holders need to have limits on everything that they buy? Yes. Yes. Uh, my wife is a Dooney person. Mm -hmm. She doesn't buy. She doesn't buy six of them at a time. She doesn't though. buy one, two, one of every design. Yeah. But what, what you normally goes on is people go in there and they'll buy. They're limiting everyone to two yeah. of every design. So if the if that purse has five different designs, mm -hmm. which is usually only like three or four, maybe I think, yeah. they'll buy four. I mean, uh, they'll buy like six, eight, or ten. You know, two of whatever however many designs there are, they'll buy two of each. Right. Uh, I cannot personally believe that every one of those people is keeping all of those purses or even giving them away. That's a, that's a huge investment. But I do know that there's a lot of people who on day of eBay is, you know, inundated. So, first of all, I think it should be unilateral that um, that there should be limits. Second thing is Disney's to blame for some of this. Oh, yeah. And here's why I say this. They create the demand and the panic. They do. They create scarcity, which is a, a yeah. selling tactic. And I'm a marketer. I should know. But the thing is, Disney, the other reason that Disney's to blame is, is there's a lot of people at Disney that know these people. Mm -hmm. We had an experience when we went to the Christmas uh, party a couple of weeks ago where we talked to a cast member who was stationed next to these people who were stationed outside the fire station. And they were talking to people who were going up and getting their Sorcerers of the Magic card. The holiday right. cards, because for the Christmas party and the Halloween party, they do special designs, uh, special spell cards just for their show. And they were saying, hey, um, do, you, do you need both of your cards? Do you, are you going to keep your cards? Yeah. And a lot of people were like, what cards? And they're like, oh, well, you do Source of Magic Kingdom, show your thing, and they'll give you this free card. And if you're not going to use it, may I have it? And they're like, yeah. And the Disney guy said, I know what they're doing. I've already counted. They've collected 30 plus, ca 30 plus cards. And if they just sell it for five bucks a piece, 
right. you know, that's 150 bucks. But as we get further away from those holidays and yeah. scarcity becomes an issue, the price goes up. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've sold things on eBay. Yeah. This you is know. what I think. You're, when you get a pass, an annual pass, Disneyland, California, where, where, whatever Disney park is at, you should get a card. Okay. When you go to make a purchase, they swipe the card, they get your discount. They track that transaction. Now they can see exactly what you're buying and how many you're buying. You know, if you keep coming back for more, like, you know, buy two and then come, come back an hour later and buy another two, well, that would break the rules. The card would not give you the discount. You would have to say, well, fine, you, you want these two. You can buy these two, but you're not going to get your pass all the discount. You've used that on the two that you were limited to. Right. And this way they can find these people more easily and maybe – I'm not saying revoke their past, but I, I think a warning shot. Here's – Hey, yes. stop or you will get revoked and you have you know, 15 days or 10 days, whatever, to stop this, uh, these actions or otherwise we will take action. The thing – okay, so – are we talking about any purchases or just cast members or, or password exclusives? I, I think anything because people are these personal shoppers that do go to, you know, downtown Disney or Disney Springs or the World of Disney Store, and they do go shopping for people. I know plenty of sites that have all the merchandise pictured and priced. Right. You know. And the pro okay, and so they're using the discount, and then yes, yeah, selling right. it above retail, which right. I think is not fair. Right. So here's to the thing. that person, DisneyShop.com or whatever mm -hmm. the yeah. website is, yeah. should eliminate the need for personal shoppers. Should eliminate it. Mm. You know. So, and I and forgive me if I'm talking to people and pissing them off because, mm. you know, you don't understand. Yeah, I do understand. Probably better than you think, but Disney should do exactly like what they do with the uh when the pass order offers go out for like the magnets or yeah. the cutting board mm -hmm. you know you get your one and then you can't get two which yeah. we try to get two magnets yeah two magnets a piece or i try to get two one for me and one for my mom mm -hmm. and they're like no absolutely not you've gotten your magnet uh we showed you picking it up two weeks ago yeah. and i said well i'm just trying to get one for my mom is she a pass order no then i'm sorry Mm. They should do that on pass order exclusives. Mm. The reason that I'm a little reticent to say, you know, on any items, because if I'm buying Christmas or birthday gifts for people, I'm going to be buying a few items from the Disney store and I right. might be buying multiple items. Sure. But these people who are doing the, you know, the, the special Disney shopper things, mm. the Disney shop should eliminate all that stuff. Everything that's available in the parks. Well, the problem is that, yeah, so the problem is that there are park-exclusive things. There are online-exclusive things. There are Disney store-exclusive things. Right. There are Disney cruise ship-exclusive things. And that makes, I think, some Disney fans upset. If they want that, they can't. I can't go on every cruise to get the Disney cruise merchandise. I can't go around to... Disney stores all the time and get, you know, find out what their exclusive things are this month or whatever. Right. So, yeah, I agree that if, if you're going to sell it, just sell it. Just put it up on the line, uh, shopdisney.com, uh, and just sell everything online. Right. You know. 
Period. And, story. and, Just, and there's two let things. It out there. There's two things at play. And first of all, Disney is feeding the beast. Mm. And the second thing is the beast is the fact that, and this is where I'm going to really upset people. Oh boy. And I'm going to be very anti-Lou. And please forgive me for this, folks. But the reality is this. You don't have to have all the Disney stuff that comes out. Just mm. because Disney makes it and it's awesome mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to have it. I could spend thousands on all the Stitch stuff. Mm. You could spend thousands on all the Toy Story and Buzz Lightyear stuff. And mm. you've got, I'm looking at a, a very nice assortment of it. But you don't have everything they make. No. I don't have everything that's stitched. I've got a couple coffee cups. One was a gift. One was one we purchased. I got a couple pieces of artwork that one was a gift and one I purchased. And I've got a couple of T-shirts. Right. And that's it because it's crazy. And Disney feeds that beast. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they've kind of created it. But for people who are abusing, it states it in the rules. If you're purchasing with the intent to resell, you're voiding your own pass yeah. so you just you know we got a buddy that went out to disneyland mm-hmm. bought a couple candy canes and are sending them to us yeah she's not reselling that to us she's right. gifting it to us that's different right you know the intent is different the intent is not mm-hmm. to sell and and i get it these cottage industries that have cropped up that before disneyshop.com was a thing made sense yeah. you know anyway what do you guys think leave us a comment yeah I'd be interested to hear what you it's all have It's a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about that all night. Uh, hey, John, last week's trivia question was this. We didn't have a show last well, week. the week so. before. Whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> On the original Mickey Mouse Club TV show, uh-huh. what day was Talent Roundup Day? Sunday? Close. Friday. Oh, nice. I don't think they did a show on Sunday. They didn't. It was five days a week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sean, it's in the mail, as we'd like to say, literally today, but in the mail. Uh, here's a, I'm keeping with the Mickey birthday trivia Fair stuff. Enough. Or, Fair enough. You know, he's 90. Mm-hmm. I, I, we got some stuff. Yeah, got a few things. He's yeah. done a couple things. Yeah, he's done a couple things. He's been around. Yeah. Uh, what Disney artist is credited with animating the first Mickey Mouse? John Lasseter. Very close. Damn it. Very close. Why can't I get these right? Just just think back a couple of dozen hundred years. <laughs> John Hench? Yeah, very close. <laughs> very close. You get closer. All right. Uh, for those of you who uh, would like to help support the show, keep the show on the air, and allow us to do some really cool things, which we've got a list of really cool things we're planning to do in 2019. I'm oh, still yeah. working on the cruise. Um, we got to figure out that. that we got to get. We got to figure out that cruise piece. Yeah. Uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Disney Parks Podcast. Patreon.com/slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can join up for as little as a dollar, and uh, for I think as little as five dollars, you get access to all of our live mm-hmm. shows for free. You get access to our Facebook page. You get all sorts of extra stuff. Uh, plus, there's a reward tier program where. For the amount that you donate for X amount of time, you get these really cool prizes and stuff from Tony and stuff from me and uh, T-shirts and books and pins and all that great stuff. 
Uh, plus, we got ad-free shows, exclusive video content, and all that. And uh, we've got a special Patreon wall of fame over on the website that we can put your name down on. So go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can be one of the cool kids and help us keep the show on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hey, uh, while we were away, the Garden Rocks dining packages were released. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're open for booking on, uh, was that Wednesday? Yep. December 13th. Uh, plus, they've got some new acts announced. Some I'm very, very excited about. Right. And others I'm just kind of, <laughs> On 20, uh, the 2019 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will be held in March. Yikes. 6th, all the way through to June 3rd of 2019, and will boast a wide selection of tasty bites at outdoor kitchens, along with dozens of Disney-themed topiaries in full bloom around the theme park. What when? What's the over-under on when they make the first announcement for Food and Wine Festival? April? Oh, no. We're not going to make it that far. Okay. January? No. I think yeah. March at the earliest. I think March. I think at the start of the Festival of the Arts. They'll announce that because they've already announced this. Yep. All right. That. Fair enough. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That'd be the next move. So the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival's Garden Rocks Concert Series is expanding to seven days a week in 2019 <laughs> with a total of 270 concerts spanning multiple genres over the course of the 90-day event. Nice. The best news of all is that the concerts are included with your daily admission to Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to take it up to the next level, you can do uh, performances uh, for the Garden Rocks dining packages. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, returning favorites like the Spinners and Herman's Hermits, starring Peter Noon, will be joined by brand new artists like Toby Mack, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and Colin Hay. Hey. Hay of hey, Men hey. at Work. Additional artists will be announced in the near future. So we don't have a complete list here. Um, we've got some open dates. But here's what we know so far. Uh, Glass Tiger mm-hmm. uh, will be, uh, I'm not going to say the dates. Yeah. We'll I, post it. Yeah. Glass Tiger, Simple Plan, mm-hmm. Berlin featuring Terry Nunn. I'd like to go see them. Take my breath away. The other song, I, the other I was kid. thinking Tainted Love. Nope, wrong band. Who sang Tainted Love? Tainted Love was, um, look it up. It wasn't Berlin. Berlin's other hit was uh, Riding on the Metro. Uh, The Smithereens are coming. I'll do anything, almost any. Anyway, uh, we've got Christopher Cross, who was. Oh, Soft Cell. Soft Cell. Christopher Cross is coming, who was great. He's just amazing. Uh, The Spinners are coming. Uh, Sister Sledge, which is new to the Garden Rocks concert series. They were here for the food and wine version. Sister Hazel is coming back in April. That's awesome. New uh, to the Garden Rocks is also Stephen Curtis Chapman and Toby Mack, both uh, contemporary Christian artists. Uh, Lone Star. I love Lone Star, country band. Really? Power Trio. Uh, they did uh, Baby I'm Amazed, and they did some really cool tunes. The orchestra starring former members of ELO will be there. Herman's Hermits with Peter Noon is next up. Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles, is Ooh. there. He's awesome. And then my personal favorite, Colin Hay. 
Hey. Hey. Uh, lead singer from Men at Work. And now. I would have preferred Don Henley. Don Henley would be cool. Uh, Colin Hay, you're like, hey. Men at Work, oh, down under. You need to go see Colin Hay because he is a fine storyteller. Mm. He's great. He might okay. only sing four songs, but dude, the stories he tells are great. Uh, performances are set to take place at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. each night at the festival. Garden Rock's dining packages are uh, going to return and will include now breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And dessert. Yeah. And snacks. Yeah. At select Epcot restaurants. So now you can choose breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whichever yeah. you want to go to. Whichever is uh, cheapest. Yeah. At select restaurants, reservations for concert dining packages will be accepted beginning December 13th online or by calling, say it with me now, kids, 407-WDW-DINE. Let's roll right. off the tongue. Speaking of festivals... <gasps> Disneyland uh, Resort announces dates for the 2019 Lunar New Year Food and Wine Festival. Yes. They have these words, Food and Wine Festival, and then they just put something in front of it mm-hmm. to keep it going. Uh, the Disneyland Resort has confirmed the dates for the 2019 Lunar New Year Celebration and Disney California Bench Food and Wine Festival. Disney's California Adventure will once again be celebrating a Lunar New Year beginning January 25th and continuing through February 17th. Look for multicultural performances, crafts, food, merchandise, plus the return of Mulan's Lunar New Year's procession. Nice. Since it's the year of the pig, Oink. the three little pigs will join Mulan and Mushu. Man, this should be Pua from Moana. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, in 2019, the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will expand to eight weeks. Guests will be able to enjoy California-inspired cuisine beginning March 1st and continuing through April 23rd. Nice. The festival marketplaces will return along with live entertainment, family-friendly seminars, cooking demos, and more information about the boots shall be coming soon. That's cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. I, I I understand why, like, Shanghai or Hong Kong would do a Lunar New Year. That's the, you know, Chinese kind of thing. I don't know why we're doing it in California. Well, uh, there is a high Asian population. Near San Francisco. Well, in California it's a in little general. Far. Yeah, California in general. Um, you know, because right across the pond is Hawaii and Japan and China and all mm-hmm. this a little I longer, I guess. Uh, so, hey, this has got to be good news for all you Rivers of Light fans. Oh, Here it comes. You ready? Oh. Are you sitting down? They canceled it? Nope. New tasting samplers available with Rivers of Light seating packages. <gasps> mm. A new offering at Disney's Animal Kingdom allows guests to taste their way around the park and enjoy preferred seating for Rivers of Light, the park's nighttime entertainment offering. This actually sounds pretty good. Mm. Uh, for $30, guests can buy the Disney Animal Kingdom Tasting Sampler, which includes a $35, yes, that's a $5 bonus, Nice uh, digital value card to redeem at select food and wine beverage locations. For $30, I'm sorry, uh, your digital value card, sorry, can be redeemed for tasting size sips and bites at more than 40 Food and beverage kiosks and carts throughout Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Options are available in every land, which may 
or may not include Africa, the chicken curry bowl, Dole Whip float, and craft beer. Wait, Dole Whip floats are in Africa? I guess so. And craft beer selections. Discovery Island offers meatball with polenta, mac and cheese with pulled pork or shrimp, house smoked pastrami slider, and apple cider donut holes. Yes. Pandora, the pineapple lumpia, pretzels, and select beverages. Asia offers their tuna bao, Korean beef slider, fried dumplings, margaritas, which is very Asian, Mm -hmm. and a beer flight. Uh, Dino Land USA, uh, a corn chip pie. Nice. Buffalo chicken strips, milkshakes, and holiday sundaes. Other locations, additional carts are available throughout the park. Animal Kingdom tasting sampler uh, are going to be able to have a map with uh, participating locations. You can stop by Creature Comforts or the Isle of Java. Nice. Uh, in the evening, guests should make their way over to Rivers of Flight, where they'll enjoy preferred seating for the second mm. showing. I give you plenty of time to snack. Not the first showing. Second. Well, give plenty of time to get all the food. This offering is currently on sale for Rivers of Life performances uh, from December twenty second, twenty eighteen, through January second. You can purchase online or by calling. Say with me now four zero seven W. So this is a grab to try and get people over to the Animal Kingdom late at night dine. Uh, to dine yeah. and uh, see the show. This way, it takes the pressure off the Magic Kingdom fireworks show. Yeah, advanced purchase is required and will not, not be refunded or exchanged. Not be available day of use. Oh. You're not going to be able to walk up and go, yeah, like a tasting package. They're going to be like, yeah, you can do it tomorrow. Tomorrow's good. Hey, if you love tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Hey, the Walt Disney uh, World, uh, Walt Disney World. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> uh, Walt Disney's Family Museum is going to host Mickey Mouse from Walt to the World exhibit. In celebration of its 10th anniversary, and that's a shame that Diane doesn't get to do See this. this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco will be hosting an exclusive original exhibit chronicling Mickey Mouse and his influence on art and entertainment. Mickey Mouse from Walt to the World will be presented in the Diane Disney Miller Exposition Hall beginning May 16, 2019. The collection has been guest curated by animator uh, Andre Deja and includes more than 400 objects. Pieces include rare and never-before-seen sketches, character model sheets, concept art, Nostalgia merchandise, vintage photos, plus some of Mickey's animated short films. Nice. Work from the legendary animators and artists of iWorks, Les Clark, are part of the collection, along with contemporary animators uh, Deha, Eric Goldberg, and Mark Henn. Deha said about the collection, quote, unquote, I have been collecting and studying classical Disney animation drawings for a long time. Among them are very rare sketches of Mickey Mouse by master animators like Fred Moore, Frank Thomas, and others. Each artist applied their personal style to Mickey, not only in the way he was drawn, but also in the way he moves and acts. By analyzing these beautiful drawings, 
I am consistently reminded of how wonderful and magical character animation can be. End mm. quote. Mm. The collection also includes pop art from iconic art- artists like Gottfried, Helwyn, Damon Hurst, Wayne Thurbird, Andy Warhol, and contemporary artists like Loray Bove, Tennessee Loveless, Eric Robinson, and the mutualist Simon Norris are represented as well. Or muralist. Muralist, sorry. Close enough. You're good. Uh, I only know one of them out of that list. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Andy Warhol? Warhol? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. That's pretty sad. Uh, younger guests will uh, enjoy the exhibit's interactive elements and hands-on activities. To celebrate the opening, two special programs will be held. One highlights the creation of the exhibit, while the other is discussing Mickey's appeal. Uh, first up is Mickey Mouse from Walt to the World preview with guest curator Andre Deha. That'll be Wednesday, May 15th from 1 to 4. So four, four hours with the animator. That's good. And then voting, uh, voicing an icon, Mickey Talks with Brett Iwan on Saturday, May 18th from 11 to 3. And let me tell you, he's a pretty funny guy. Mm-hmm. So I, it, I would go see both of these. Are these close to each other? Yeah, they're pretty yeah, close. If three you spend, days apart. Yeah, spend, spend a week. Days, yeah. yeah, spend a week up you there. You do both. Uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum is open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day except for Tuesdays and select holidays. It's in the Presidio of San Francisco. Tickets for the special exhibition are only $15 for ages 6 and up. That's pretty damn cheap. Yeah, no kidding. Considering this costs a bundle to put together. For what you get, it's super, super. Combination tickets uh, that include general admission to the museum and the special exhibit are $35, and that's still a steal. Yeah. And $30 for seniors and uh, students and $25 for kids uh, aged 6 to 17. Uh, And this will go on, the exhibit will go on through January 6th, 2020. Lots of time yeah, to see the you got plenty of time to see But this. you only got those two options to see the... The special. Andreas yeah. and uh, Bert. Brett. Brett. Brett, sorry. Yep. Hey, uh, Bob Iger's bonus compensation... And, got whacked. Uh, <laughs> Disney was like... Uh, can we talk to you for a second, Bob? Uh, you make too much, Bob? <laughs> well, they were looking at, like, uh, Star Wars and... Couple other things that have gone on the last few years are like. Give me a second, Bob. Earlier this year, uh, it was reported that uh, a bonus compensation package was created for Disney CEO Roberto Iger, mm-hmm. or as I like to call him, Bab. Bab. A reworked plan has just been revealed that gives more ambitious goals for the company to meet and exceed in order for Iger to receive those payouts. You're going to work. Uh, the board also sweetened the deal by increasing Iger's potential payout. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. Under the new terms, Iger can earn a maximum of one point. Holy sh- Nikes. $1.17 million shares mm-hmm. of Disney stock. Will you go look up the price of Disney stock sure. while I continue reading? Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, if Disney stock ret- uh, return beats at least 75% of the company's in the S&P 500 index over the next four years, ending in December 31st of 2017. 
The possible haul increased 14% from the original contract extension agreement last year with Disney uh, when Disney announced their deal to obtain assets from 21st Century Fox Incorporated, according to the regulatory filing. The board has also lessened... Thank you, uh, Siri. The board has also lessened the number of shares Iger will receive if Disney's stock return fa- falls below the 60th percentile of S&P 500 firms. If the company slips into the bottom qu- qu- uh, uh, qu- bottom part, the thanks, Siri. Uh, the bottom quartile, the CEO won't see any payout at all. Disney said the following in an email statement, and I quote, Mm -hmm. The document to implement more rigorous performance criteria reflects the feedback received directly from shareholders and underscores Mr. Iger's and the board's confidence that the current strategic direction of the company will generate significant value for our shareholders. Iger has doubled revenue and quadrupled Disney's share price since taking over CEO in 2005. Still, the goal in his amended contracts are ambitious. In the four years ended, uh, in the four years ended November 30th, the company's stock returned 33%, including invested dividends. That beats about 42% of the firms on the S&P 500. Other earnings opportunity remain for Iger as well, because, you know, he's got to have many thumbs in those yeah. pies. As long as he remains Disney CEO through 2021, he will receive 250098 of the company's shares. Wow. He's also entitled to collect a bonus and equity award subject to performance goals worth about $45 million annually for the remainder of his tenure. That's on top of his $3.5 million salary. Nice. So, how much is a Disney share? Uh, currently trading at $111. And if you multiply that by, say, the 1 million shares that he can get, that's uh, $11 billion he'll receive. How much is it? $111.85. Okay, so uh, times 2540098. This is what he gets yearly right now. Mm-hmm. $28,204,878 on top of $45 million annually for the remainder of his mm-hmm. tenure with his performance goals plus a paltry $3.5 million salary. I feel so bad for him. I now, think we should start a GoFundMe for him. I want to go back and talk about that story <laughs> that we talked about where Disneyland was revoking the passes of all these people mm-hmm. who were just compelled to have to go buy the merchandise. Where do you think that money comes from? Mm. You think that money comes from, you know, theme park tickets? Yeah. Mm. It comes from everything. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm not I'm not a 99% or 1% or guy, mm. but those kind of numbers are staggering. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Moving ahead. All right. Next up, uh, there have been now 1 million mobile orders have been placed at Walt Disney World. Through the mobile app. Yeah. So that kind of gives you an indication of how many people go to the parks. Yeah, not everybody's going to use that app. So the percentage yeah. of people who were use mobile app... Right. I had a million people. And when did, uh, I'm sure the launch back in what, May of yeah. 2017? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Read the story. Let's, let's yeah. hear this. this is so Disney celebrated its a one millionth mobile order uh, via the My Disney Experience app. Uh, this was a couple of days ago. Mobile orders allow guests to skip the line at many quick service dining locations by placing their order via the My Disney Experience app in advance and then pick it up, uh, pick up their order when they arrive at the dining location. Mobile order launched back in May 15th, 2017 in Pandora, the world of Avatar. So nice. Right. Still rolls right off the tongue. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chef Mickey Mouse was on hand at uh, Disney's uh, Magic Kingdom to commemorate the occasion with the Walt Disney World Resort ambassadors as well as cast members. Did they hunt down this millionth person? <laughs> Wouldn't it have been a little freaky if, if Mickey came up to you and said, hey, you're the one millionth person? And you're like, well, how do you know? They don't track people at Disney or anything. No. Um, as well as cast members who helped uh, guests order, pick up, and enjoy many of these million mobile orders. Together, they are surprised and honored that the Ramos family from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, as they picked up their mobile order of Dole Whip <laughs> at Aloha Isle. At, listen, if you get a mobile order something, That's a order, order of Dole Whip. Whip. You know? Wow. Yeah. I will give you this tip. Uh, don't wait till you get to the restaurant to say you're here. Like, order it and then say, I'm here. And then you can start to make your way. Yeah, there. but don't. Because it does take time for them to prep it. Yeah, but don't do it when you're at Tomorrowland going to the Aloha Isle. Do it when you're, like, walking well, through the Well, for a Dole Whip, you probably don't have to. I mean, it's psh- you know, but the hamburger or French fries or things yeah. like that, it does take a little bit of a while. Yeah. So you'll be standing there waiting, or I just order it and then say I'm there and then just start, you know, walking my way there. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time it's there. Most of the time. Most of the time. All right. Depends on the location. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys taking time out to listen to our show. Please visit us, DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter. Uh, over there, you can also visit our shop, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash shop. Check out all of our new T-shirt designs and some of the other fun stuff we've got going on over there. Find us. Listen to us. You can watch us live on Monday nights at Facebook.com slash DisneyParksPodcast. You can watch us uh, at YouTube, Disney Parks Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also see us on Instagram, Disney Parks Podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney <gasps> Podcaster. Podcaster. We changed it up on yeah. you. Uh, other than that, my friends, we if we don't see you online, we will see you in, in the, the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and see